Welcome to the third in a series of podcasts hosted on IWantToBeInTheHobbitMovies.com. I'm Patrick Spadaccino, and I'm sharing some of my favorite moments from J.R.R. Tolkien's classic book, The Hobbit. A quick reminder to those who are new to this series, I do give away plot points, so if you haven't read the book, please keep that in mind. Let's continue with Episode 3, Tolkien's Attention to Detail. This episode is actually a collection of favorite moments, but they all center around the way Tolkien used visual cues and background details to make the story more vivid. A great example of this kind of detail occurs before we've even read a word of the first chapter. We open the book and we're greeted by two beautiful hand-drawn maps. The first is Thror's Guide to the Lonely Mountain and the lands that surround it. The map also contains strange symbols and mysterious clues like West Lies Mirkwood the Great, There Are Spiders. <laughs> The second map centers around Mirkwood and the Misty Mountains. Now that's quite a setup for a story. In these two maps, Tolkien passes on some great information and whets our appetites for what is to come. And the maps also help you suspend your disbelief and draw you into the story. It's one thing to read about a place called Middle-earth. It's another to actually see maps of that place. Tolkien was also a skilled linguist, and he put a great deal of effort into the runes and languages he created for his works. The runes come into play a bit more in The Lord of the Rings, but we get to see actual dwarf writing on the first map. And again, that kind of detail helps us imagine as we're reading that all this is real. I also love Tolkien's use of color. When the dwarves first arrive at Bilbo's home, they hang their riding cloaks on pegs in the entryway, and each dwarf has a different color hood and cloak. In order of their arrival, the dwarves wore dark green, scarlet, blue, purple, gray, brown, white, yellow, pale green, and sky blue. Now, as a boy, I was always involved in some kind of creative endeavor. To me, things like a huge box of Crayola crayons and a pad of paper were the gateway to any world I cared to create. In fact, I usually traveled with at least one large shopping bag full of all kinds of art supplies. So I was and am attuned to the use of color in fiction or any type of creative art. Tolkien could simply have said that the dwarf cloaks were old and weather-stained. He could have omitted their color entirely. But that assortment of colors helped engage my imagination. I was not only imagining 13 cloaks hung up on pegs, I was also imagining how that combination of colors might look together. Lastly, I enjoyed Tolkien's use of song lyrics. In addition to being entertaining, the songs provide some interesting insight into the races who sing them. There are dwarf songs, elf songs, hobbit songs, and even goblin songs. And as you might expect, each type of song is different in style and subject matter, and appropriate for who is singing. The dwarf songs speak of honor and gold and have a regular meter to them, and you can imagine that these songs could easily be accompanied by the sounds of hammers striking metal or rock. The hobbit songs are playful, the elf songs are more philosophical and even a bit sad, and the goblin songs are harsh and short and rough. And I'm looking forward to finally hearing what some of these songs sound like once the movies are released in 2012 and 2013. So that does it for episode 3. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to chatting with you next time.